Okay, hey guys. Um, well, I feel so professional and forced. Um, welcome to the Academy Bites podcast with your host today, me, Katie. Um, I'm just gonna warn you all now. I'm probably gonna be like ten times as cringy as normal because this feels really bizarre. And um, usually I'm like have like a classroom full of wild humans around me, and now I feel like very like out of my comfort zone. So, um, if things get really cringy, you can just like. Put the speed up to twice speed as normal and then i just get to the point do you know what i mean um but anyway so welcome to today's episode and what we're going to be talking about today is spanish okay so my probably my main subject is the subject i have more classes in um and probably the subject that if i was going to pick one for myself for leaving Sierra, i'd probably go with spanish um at the moment we, we never know but that could change very soon um but basically what we're going to be having a look at today is we're going to just be kind of having a little bit of an informal chat all about Spanish. It's not going, not going to take up your whole day. Don't worry about it. It's probably going to take me about 10 or 12 minutes. But we're going to have a chat about the general structure of the exam, especially around this time of the year where people are constantly speaking about last year's exam and what's going to happen and are we going to get any changes and stuff. So I'm going to talk you through the original structure of the exam and also the changes that were made for the Leaving Cert um, for 2021, just so that we're familiar with both kind of formats, I guess. Um, that if you hear that siren, that's no one like coming to get me, okay, just deal with it, right? <laughs> the benefits of having school on the main road are chef's kiss, getting louder. And we stopped before you, no problem. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I want to kind of just chat to you about the structure of the exam, um, have a chat about the subject in general, and then we're going to be kind of running through some of like, my piece of advice as to like, Okay, if you've gotten to this stage in the year and you feel a little bit overwhelmed, okay, how, how can we combat that, whatever. So, um, right, really quickly. So like I just said, my name is Katie. Um, I teach French and Spanish here in the Academy. Um, I have a degree in French, Spanish and Italian and my master's is in education. Um, hopefully getting another master's in Spanish in the near future, but we shall see how that goes. Um, if I was going to describe myself when I was in school, I was definitely teacher's pet, Biggest suck up, terrified of things like detention, um, constantly working, overworked myself to the bone and just, yeah, didn't um, look after myself very well in the, in the way that I work. So that would be my first piece of advice to you, whatever subject you're studying, no matter how stressful it is, would be to make sure that yourself and your stress levels and how you're coping with everything is your main priority, first of all, um, which is what we're going to be chatting about towards the end. We're talking about getting organized and everything. But I think part of that, system of becoming organized links back to being familiar with the exam paper okay especially for those of you that might be in a school that doesn't just teach towards the exam that you might open your textbook and find yourself very overwhelmed and um, because obviously your book has to cover a lot of different things as per the department of education's recommendations and um, so my job today is to kind of take you out of your textbook and bring you back into the exam structure itself um, and kind of maybe get you a little bit more familiar with what you're actually going to have to know Okay, so um, looking at the structure of the exam, so the Spanish paper, if we're looking at the written paper, um, it's divided into three sections. You've got section A, section B, and section C. So if we look at section A, first of all, and if you want to pause this and go and grab your exam paper, or open up examination.ie or something, just so you can have it in front of you for reference, and um, that might help you out a little bit. But if you don't want to, that's absolutely fine. You're like, I'm on TikTok in the background, perfect. <laughs> um, but section A, um, typically speaking, is worth 70 marks out of a total of 220 for the written paper. Um, last year for the 2021 paper, it was worth 60. 
as the second part of section A are your two short comprehensions and students were given the choice to do just one of those um, kind of as part of the accommodations made to the exam. But section A, so 70 marks, let's just pretend that we're going to go through the normal structure first of all. So 70 marks, 50 marks of that are going to go towards your journalistic text. So your journalistic text is just like a normal comprehension um, it will ask you some questions like you would see in a normal comprehension style, like where the questions are in English, you answer in English. You'll also be asked to find some synonyms um, do a little bit of other types of basic question work. Um, and that's going to be worth 50 marks. Now, the first thing I'll say to you is if you haven't started reading a book um, in Spanish, um, I first of all, don't freak out. Everyone at home like sweating, being like, sorry, um, I don't read a book in my six years either. But there is an optional text to study on the Leaving Cert exam. And the first comprehension, when you physically open the exam paper, the first comprehension will be on that book. Um, so word of advice, if you haven't read a book in your Spanish class, then you cannot do the physical first comprehension when you open the exam paper. So you will skip that and go straight to question 1B, which is the journalistic text. OK, so that's 50 marks out of 70. And then after that, you will have two short comprehensions, which will look the most similar to old, old school, like junior cert ones. Um, they'll look a little bit friendlier and they're worth 20 marks. Okay. And that's your entire section A. So section A is all just comprehension work. Um, and I would be saying to you, with regards to them, that practice makes perfect. So say for argument's sake, if you're using papers in class and you want to be studying or practicing, but you don't want to, I don't know, like take away from stuff that you could ultimately be doing in class, get onto examinations.ie or study clicks or whatever it is, and start doing like the older papers. So the really, really old ones. So 1996, 1998, whatever, the older back, like the older you go, the further back you go, the more difficult they're going to be. So they can be a little bit more beneficial, I guess, long term. OK, section B then is the one that everyone um, has many breakdowns about. Section B is 100 marks. OK, and section B is where we're going to see our opinion piece. But before we get to our opinion piece, the first 50 marks of your section B is your comprehension. OK, your comprehension is going to be given to you on the day of your exam as a separate piece of paper and then like they're actually being signed and they give you that it's not like to try and like intimidate you it's so that you don't have to keep flicking back and forth between the comprehension and the, and the questions um so you'll be given a separate piece of paper with a big text on it it'll be an a4 page it'll be quite long um and then you'll have five questions on it okay so questions one two three and four are all your basic comprehension questions and again like i said for section a best thing to do with them is just practice 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 and also start flagging where you keep making mistakes so if you always struggle with question two mark that for yourself have a look online um, go to your Spanish teacher, ask your friends, whatever. But don't just be like, I'm crap question two. I'm never going to get there. Like, make sure that you're actually start asking for help and that you're like recognizing the mistakes that you're making. Um, but anyway, so your first four questions in section B are your comprehension. And then question five is your opinion piece. So your opinion piece is the thing that everyone's going to um, have the breakdowns about because everyone wants to know what do I have to learn off and how, how can I get full marks in the opinion piece without studying or how, I just want to learn my answers off. Please don't learn your answers off. Okay, I will sing to you throughout this entire podcast, just PSA. Um, like for all the love in the world, please just don't learn answers off. Okay, you're, if you do that, you're going to be so shafted in terms of marks because you will be docked marks because your answer will have more than just a little bit of irrelevant material. So that would be my first piece of advice get on to examination.ie and start looking at the marking scheme for your opinion piece. Okay, um, usually you'll be given two titles. Last year they gave three um, to kind of offer a little bit more choice as part of the accommodation. Um, again, it mightn't be a bad shout to start going through all of your exam papers and 
the older ones as well and kind of make a list of all of the past titles. So like the, one of the first things in my opinion piece notes for my grinds for my day school students is like just a chart of every single title that has come up so students can kind of see what is expected of them. Are there any patterns, all that kind of stuff. Um, your opinion piece is gonna be again, 50 marks, 25 marks. So that will go for your content, which is basically have you answered the question that's asked. And then the other 25 will go for your language, which is basically just like, how well have you used your Spanish? Okay, so that's section B. Section C then is typically worth 50 marks. Last year, they made it worth 25 marks, again, to simplify the exam a little bit as a result of the pandemic. Um, but 50 marks typically, and what you will do in section C is you will have a choice between a dialogue instruction and a formal letter. A lot of teachers love the letter. I typically pretend the letter doesn't exist. I think the question is very archaic. I think it isn't very relevant. And the way that the question is structured makes it very difficult for an examiner to judge whether or not a student has done it quite well. So I typically focus all of my attention during the year on the dialogue instruction, which is just a translation piece. And again, that's practice makes perfect. Um, the, what I would do initially with my grind students is like go through all of the things that tend to be um, tested every single year. So things like they will always test a verb, like the verb gustar. Typically they will ask you to use the word la gente and make sure that you know how to use it with a singular adjective, all that kind of stuff. Um, and they'll look for things like, do you know that words that end in ema are, t are typically masculine? So like el problema or el sistema, that kind of thing. But that's the dialogue. So you'll have a choice between the dialogue and the letter. And then you'll do another question, which is either the diary entry or the note. Um, and again, this is kind of like showing the examiner your knowledge of the systems that Spanish uses as a language, as opposed to just being like, look at all this stuff that I've learned off, like I did for my opinion piece. So it's kind of giving you the opportunity to show off your own Spanish a little bit more um, and to show the examiner how well you've coped with all of the content that you've learned in terms of grammar and linguistic systems throughout the last few years. Okay, so that's 50 marks. Now, the last two components to your leaving cert exam are your oral exam and your oral exam. So your oral exam typically take place around Easter, usually the last two weeks before your Easter holidays. Um, the first thing I would say there is don't forget about your role plays. If you know your role plays well, you're nearly guaranteed 30 marks out of 100. So get on to those as soon as possible. Um, then the other factors that are going to be involved in your oral exam are your communication skills, your vocab, your pronunciation, and your structures. And your structures is basically just your grammar. Um, so within that, my top tip for that with regards to how to optimize your marks is for your communication um, is to basically just at the end of all of your answers, leave a linking sentence so that you can kind of guess where the conversation is going to go and that you're not going to be sitting there just like staring at the examiner and making them nervous or do you know what I mean? Like don't start doing any weird things. I've had students do such strange things in world exams. Please just don't, just be, just be cool, right? Just please just be normal. But yeah, try and give yourself something at the end of each of your answers that can help you to predict where the conversation is going to go so that it seems as though your conversation is a little bit more natural and their communication skills are chef's kiss. All right, last but then before I let you guys go is your oral exam. So the oral exam, you unfortunately are just going to have to practice, practice, practice. Um, if you go on to, I think it's educateplus.ie forward slash exam hyphen audio, you can get the transcripts of the exams, which if you struggle with them, can be really handy to have open beside you when you are listening to the actual tapes themselves. So I know a lot of students find it very difficult. Um, I would say to you guys to 
not write anything the first time you hear it, so just sit and listen and get familiar with what they're saying. The second time then use the pauses to write your answers down and the third time you hear it, use that to proofread your answers. Um, again, things like becoming familiar with um, news pieces in Spanish and weather forecasts in Spanish are the handiest ways to become familiar with those two sections because there's going to be a news section and a weather section on your exam. But other than that, unfortunately, they are fairly random. Um, so you will have to just keep practicing them and again flagging what you find difficult. So um, in terms of the structure, that's everything we have to know about the structure. Um, again, when we're talking about things like what do students do wrong or what's a common miscon misconception and stuff about the exam, please don't learn off opinion piece answers. Um, I have a full guide to the opinion piece on my Instagram. So if you are sweating it now because of what I just said, you can go and check that out. Um, and then last piece of advice, so what's the best thing a student can do to get organized for this subject at the start of the year? Set yourself goals, please. Okay? If you cannot get your head around tenses, make that a goal and figure out what can you do for 20 minutes every week to get closer to that goal. So if you can't get your head around the past tenses, you're gonna ask your teacher, can they sit down with you for 10 minutes? Okay, you're gonna look up things online. You're going to, I don't know, message me on Instagram and ask for help or something. Do you know what I mean? Like you're gonna actively do something for 20 minutes a week until that goal seems a little bit more, um, I, I don't know, accessible or a little bit more um, accomplishable. Is that a word? I don't know. Anyway, you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, so I would say set yourself goals and give yourself a 20 minute slot every week to get closer to that goal. Um, and also to familiarize yourself with what is expected of you in the exam, okay? That means reading the marking schemes online, that means looking at exam papers and not freaking yourself out with everything that is in your books. Um, and also as well to communicate with your classmates and communicate with your teachers and make sure that you don't let yourself get overwhelmed now because if you're overwhelmed in October, chick, I hate to say it too, when those mocks come up, you are going to be a sweaty mess, okay? so. You want to be organized now and not getting overwhelmed now because I will, I'm not minding you in February, okay? So you've got things to deal with, all right? So anyway, on that weird ending note, um, I will see you guys sometime in the near future. And yeah, you can get in touch with me on my Instagram or um, message the school's Instagram. And if you are traumatized from that podcast, you can let me know. I will try and help you, okay? Adios. Okay.